Hello, besties. Welcome back to another episode of Girl Go Off with the gal, Hannah, um, live from Augusta, Georgia. So exciting. It's Sunday. My boyfriend and I just made lunch for each other, and we're kind of just chilling out, doing our own thing. He's upstairs making some music. I'm downstairs recording this episode, and so we're just kind of having a very mellow Sunday But yeah, this is my very first Sunday in my new living situation, and this is going to be a fun little episode, very many, many more updates. Um, If you are familiar with the podcast, you know last episode was lots of updates, like major life updates. This is like a little extension of that as I just moved in this weekend, lots of new things are happening, Um, so that's going to be the topic kind of, as well as big topic just tackling post-grad life from someone who's literally living it. Um, Funny enough, so I had to write a, I don't know what you would call this, vlog um, when I was interviewing as like a test for the job that I currently have. And so I had to write a random blog post for a website. And so they left me completely control of just choosing the topic, choosing the format and everything. And I was like, okay, what am I going to talk about? Well, of course, uh, make it something relevant to me. And I was like thinking maybe mental health or fitness, food or something. And I was like, might as well make it post-grad because you're only ever post-grad a couple of times. If you go to school, you know, high school, college, maybe getting your master's or PhD, but at that point in your life, you know, you're usually a bit older. So post-grad life isn't as new as it is right now in your twenties, if you're in the same situation as me. So, um, long story short, I wrote this really amazing, I think, um, little blog that's about three pages long for a website that I kind of talk about five things to remember when you jump into life after college. And they're, Some of them are kind of simple, but I think that they're just good reminders if you're needing to be grounded because a lot of times when new things kind of hit and you're being thrown into a new era of life, it's really hard to get back down to earth and like take a deep breath until you realize just how simple things are, until you put it into words or just think about it or whatever. So if you're needing some inspiration, if you need to be grounded, if you just need a deep breath, stay tuned because I think this episode will be very beneficial. Um, I know writing this was super beneficial because I was like, oh my gosh, I don't know. These five tips were really eye-opening to me. So stay tuned for that. Um, But before we get into the bulk of the episode, of course, the little mini update. So last week I moved to my current home, my new home, um, a little town home in Grovetown, which is kind of like a sub, sub city. What am I even saying? Like a little town of Augusta, Georgia, super cute. Love the area. There's lots of different shopping and restaurants in this area. Just like a gorgeous area to like, I don't know, start your life in kind of. And my boyfriend was already here. If you heard last week's episode, you would know he got a townhouse for himself. And so he welcomed me into his home, which was super kind of him. He didn't have to do that. So I was just really um, lucky and happy to know that, you know, our relationship is super healthy and going places. So 
yeah, I'm really excited to start this chapter of my life with him. And so, yeah, the last week we moved, but before all that, you know, definitely caught up with as many friends as I could from Clemson and Greenville. And it's kind of going to suck because my first day is Monday. I'm starting this new job, you know, the summer, you know, I have summer plans. I'm going to be hanging out with people when I can, but I don't know when I'm going to see them. So something that I've actually done recently was download two apps, the Cappuccino app, which is a very, very fun app. It's like a mini podcast. You'll have to go watch a TikTok on it or something or just download it for yourself. So fun. You can send little voice recordings. And so my friends and I will send voice recordings um, just of our day or funny stories. Um, That's one thing. One thing, excuse me. Then the Be Real app. And this is something that launched, I think, definitely a few months ago, if not a year ago. I was kind of late to the game, but my friends and I recently got it. I was, they were like, download this, like we need to do this. And it's just really funny to, you know, it's almost like a Snapchat, but even more um, real life, if that explains it. Both of these apps are apps intended to keep you in touch with your friends on a more personal and intimate scale. Um, So really, when it comes down to explaining the apps, I'm not sponsored. So if you're interested in more of like an intimate friendship uh, social media platform, just go check it out for yourself. The point is, they've been really fun. They've been super fun, and I love them, and I can't wait to use them more. And that's really how I've been connecting with my friends, you know, not when I have time to phone call or text. I love to do this. So very cool. But yeah, it's going to be kind of sad because when you're in college, you're like, okay, you know, oh, this weekend we're all going downtown or yeah, do you want to grab a coffee? Um, So it's just going to be really weird, like having to actually plan out like, oh, okay, do you want to get dinner here at this time? What's the occasion? This whole thing. So just kind of funny. Um, Definitely takes more effort, but it's going to be kind of nice. So we'll see. I guess I'll update y'all in a couple of months when like I've truly kind of gotten a few months to get situated, really feel my routine out, which I'm excited to actually share because there will definitely be some juicy conversations there. Like in real life with your boyfriend, how is that? Like, I mean, right now everything's kind of coming together and it's been really fun so far, but it's only been five days. So can't really can't really speak to that yet, but yeah, so I'll let you know when I do, but back to the actual moving, so I just thought it was kind of funny to share this aspect because it's just been so chaotic. I am just so thankful for Jordan, my now ex-roommate and forever bestie. Um, She was gracious enough to you know, come down with me and drive the two hours down from Clemson. And we both loaded up our Ford Escapes. We both have Ford Escapes. So funny. And so we loaded up our cars. We drove down with all of my stuff and we got to the townhouse. She was just so helpful, um, you know, helping me move everything out of the cars and organize things. And so many Target runs, guys. Like when I say I've been to Target six times in the last, in a period of like three days, six times like it's been fun but I'm targeted out like I cannot so don't ask me to go on a target run thanks um I'll pass for now but yeah just like doing so many different things 
grabbing random stuff that we didn't know we needed, you know, definitely, definitely make a running shared list on notes if you have not already done so with, you know, your friends or people you live with, because it's so annoying to, you know, go to Target, get everything you think you have, and then get home and realize, you know, I forgot X, Y, Z. So that is something that I've introduced into my life. It's been a lifesaver. Uh, definitely have slowly stopped going to Target, but yeah, it's not a bad thing. First world problem. So we've gone to Target a lot. We've been just shopping around. And actually, when we initially came here, this is just a side note, very fun thing. When we literally arrived to the apartment complex, townhome complex thing, I got my keys. We came in. Cameron is at work, so he wasn't even here. Jordan and I were just like exhausted at this point. We you know, drove our cars up to the townhouse and we were like, okay, time to walk inside. And we come in and Cameron left me a present on the table. It was so cute. He had set up the, one of the um, Nespresso coffee makers, the Venturo coffee maker, Virtuo. I'm the worst. I'm claiming to be a coffee, like queen coffee. No, it's Sunday scaries. Let's be real. Let's be real. That's where my head's at. If I'm sounding a bit crazy chaotic right now, which I don't think I am. I just virtuo, right? Like someone give me a translator. We're a bit weak on the pronunciations anyway, but the point is he left me a present and it was a coffee maker and I'm very excited. I've been using it for the past couple of days. It's been my favorite. Can't wait to order some new coffee pods because it's just, I'm literally drinking coffee right now. Hold on. Mm, Just like the best. So couldn't have been a better post-grad gift, little graduation gift that he left me. Um, So it was really fun to like walk in and see that set up with like a little note. But yeah, so that's been pretty much the gist of moving into a new space. But it's really clean and quiet and just peaceful here. I am in love. I He couldn't have picked a better place. So um, as for tomorrow. I mentioned my first day of work is tomorrow. Not stressed out, but like, I don't know. I don't know how to feel. My boss has been very, like everyone that I've been in contact with, with my new company has been extremely helpful, kind, supportive. They've kind of, well, my boss has kind of said to me that this is going to be a very big transitional period. And they've all have my back. So I'm really not stressed out. This entire process has been amazing. Um, So there's really no stress, which is ironic for me because I am in a ball of anxiety usually. But the next couple of weeks, big transition period, lots of training, lots of getting like adjusted to new things. So until I think the weekly grind hits, I'm kind of just going to be hanging out, getting used to things, And I'm just really excited, you know, going to go pick up some technology tomorrow, meet some people, have dinners with various team members and my boss. So it'll be very fun. Um, Everything is slowly coming together. Uh, I literally feel like I'm at a coffee date right now, like updating one of my friends, because when Jordan left, Cameron and I were just like, you know, doing our own thing. Went to Costco a billion times. Love, love Costco. Oh my gosh. Um, we went to Costco and got a ton of different groceries and like Walmart and Aldi. 
Um, the sad thing about this Costco in Augusta is they don't have a liquor store, so we cannot buy that good Kirkland liquor. Very sad. Like, might have teared up a little bit in the liquor store, but it's fine. They have high noons and long drinks, two of my favorite, like, seltzers. But the long drinks aren't carbonated. Fun fact. No, both of them are. Anyway, sidetracking. Literally feel like I'm on a freaking coffee date right now. I love this. Like, literally just sitting here with my little, my little new... I don't know what I'm drinking. I think I'm having like a Columbia long um, Lungo shot with some oat milk and cinnamon. If you're a coffee snob, you know what that means. If you're not, get with the program, people. This freaking podcast has coffee talks for a reason. We'll get into that in a second. Long story short, I am just thriving. I'm gleaming. I'm so, my heart is full of like just so much happiness. So, Hopefully, I'm, like, giving giving my happy energy to you. I wish you guys the freaking best. This is just, uh, okay. It's been nice to talk. It's been nice to catch up, you know, easing into this new lifestyle. Everything is going great so far. Am I broke? Yes. Have I bought too many things already? Yes. Is that a bad thing? No. Like, the world might end tomorrow. What are you going to do? Save up and worry about having too much money or spend it all? I'd rather be spending it. Um, but yeah, this is a perfect point to transition into coffee talks, as I just mentioned. Um, I'll explain it in a little bit, but enjoy the funky music until then. Okay, so that was my boyfriend's sample um super fun super funky just like I don't know I really like the twinkles in it I think he's including twinkles in it I'm not sure whatever you call that but welcome back to another edition of coffee talks and in this segment of the pod before the grand you know big part of the episode we're gonna take a little break a little moment to talk about our song that we've been loving recently and some self-care that we've been practicing so Always love to give the listeners some inspiration, maybe some new tunes to listen to, some self-care to be, you know, incorporating to your life. Um, Harry Styles. That's it. That's the episode. We're done. We're done. What more do I have to say? He released, of course, his new album, and it's been amazing. Um, He's amazing, and I have not been able to listen to, like, the entire album completely, but I have listened to about half, a little over half of the songs. By far my favorites, Matilda. I've listened to that one like three times already, and it's just been so good. Like, I don't know, the other one, like Grapefruit's Free Fun Cinema is fun. I have to look at like the ones that I've liked, but I keep coming back to the sad songs. Maybe that's saying something. I'm not sure. It's just such a good song at the end of the song it's kind of like happy like gives more of like I don't know there's like hope hopeful um but yeah I am a very big Harry Styles gal I was a One Directioner when One Direction was the shit it still is One Direction's still out there we still listen we still love I know all of the songs and all of the words to almost every song so I was a One Directioner fun fact I was dating a British guy at the time, One Direction was very popular. So I had it all, girl. Like, I was 14. I had a British man 
at the palm of my hand. I, One Direction was, you know, the whole thing crazy. So that's a little fun fact about me. Um, but yeah, love Matilda. A lot of people are like heartbroken by it. I mean, I'm not a crazy diehard Harry Styles fan. I would never go to a concert, but he's a fun guy. He's cute. He has cute tattoos. I love tattoos. So as for my self-care that I'm going to be practicing. So last self-care, I really challenged myself to be present. And I think that I have. I think when you do a new thing, in order to enjoy that particular thing, you have to truly be present and not like be rushing towards the next plan or whatever. And so really challenging myself to constantly be present. But my new self-care is very practical. Uh, but it's something that, you know, we got to do if we want to be healthy. And that's working out and fitness. And my particular preferred way of working out is by weightlifting. And so I'm going to get a gym membership tomorrow um, at the Y. Nothing crazy. There's not really many good private gyms in this area that aren't, like, too far out. But there's um, a YMCA, like, right by our home. So Cam and I are going to, like, start this new – well, he's been doing it for the last couple of weeks – Cameron, so proud of him. He's been waking up at 5 a.m. and working out. And so he's like, we're like, we're gonna keep people, we're gonna keep ourselves accountable and working out. And so starting tomorrow, going to the gym, weightlifting, excited to do it, probably gonna have a back and bias day. That's just been one of my favorite, I don't know, days. So I might plan that because I really haven't worked out in three months. Um, Last episode, I shared that I had a little bit of an issue going on with my health. And so I had like, I literally could not work out because I was just so weak. And I physically am really weak. And it's kind of embarrassing. But that's why we are going to work on ourselves. And we're going to get back in the gym and do it, do the damn thing. We're going to be amazing. Um, So yeah, here I am pumping myself up for tomorrow. I'm really excited. The newness, it's killing me. I'm totally here for it. Uh, But yeah, that was my song, Self-Care. If you haven't listened to the new Harry Styles album, what are you doing? Like, seriously, go on a hot girl walk and freaking list blast it because it is just so good. So that's me. That's Cockney Talks. Let's get into the bulk of the episode. So we finally made it to the bulk of the episode. Welcome, you know, whether you're post-grad or not, it's always nice to kind of be reminded and be grounded of the truths of life and how it's not all that serious and just some good advice that I'm excited to share with y'all that are just good life lessons and such. I actually wrote this blog post, as I mentioned at the beginning of this episode, as kind of a test of sorts. Um, from my during my interviewing process and it's kind of like as if you're an engineer like my boyfriend you had to take a test and be tested on math or other more technical things I was tested kind of on my creativity and ability to creatively write and make a graphic so that was that if you're interested in kind of the same content after um, this pod definitely check out MAU's career tips. I think that if you look that up, you can, you'll be brought to a site that kind of gives you a list of different articles that are 
kind of similar to mine that more align with, I would say, corporate life. Um, so definitely check that out. MAU is a fantastic company and their resources are awesome. So, but yes, this is my unofficial blog post that I wrote as part of my interview and it is titled Navigating Life After Graduation. In this article, I go through five things to remember when jumping into life after college, including number one, avoiding avoid comparing yourself to others. Number two, keep an open mind. Number three, practice self-care. Number four, have a strong support system. And number five, remember all that you've accomplished. So yes, these are just five different things that I feel are most important to keep in mind as you are in a transitional period of your life. Again, you don't have to be a post-grad, but I just feel that this is most important as in your 20s when you just graduated college, this is like one of the most new things you would ever be able to experience. You're an adult. You have to take accountability and responsibility, and adulting is like a whole new thing. So um, I'm excited to talk about these five different things. I actually feel that I've benefited greatly from this project because I was given the freedom to do whatever. They just told me, hey, Hannah, you're required to write a blog post as like just to, you know, figure out if you are qualified for this job. And I did. And they gave me like all the freedom in the world. So I was like, well, what am I going to write about? Should I write about fitness? Should I write about mental health? And it had to be kind of corporate related, like, you know, job related to to an extent relevant in I think career tips. Um, and so as a young professional, I felt that navigating post-grad life was a really important and practical topic to talk about. Um, so I guess without further ado, let's kind of get into it. First, I'll give you a little just of what I wrote. So I began the article with kind of like an introduction of, you know, are you a post-grad? I am too. This time in your life is really exciting, but it's very difficult as well. These are a couple of things to keep in mind. So number one, avoid comparing yourself to others. So when you compare yourself to another person, we usually compare our or someone's most significant accomplishments or features to our average ones. And just saying that out loud really goes to show how toxic it toxic it is to compare yourself because this behavior can result in feelings of doubt, unhappiness, and ultimately it can be really self-destructive. So when I fall into this habit of comparing myself to another person, I really like to get off social media because it usually happens on social media, let's be real. Um, So I usually like put my phone away, kind of do something else, be present in the moment and not being on my phone or social media. And if I have to, even if it's like, I don't know, I usually don't follow friends, but I don't ever feel that I've become so unhappy with a situation where I've compared myself so much that I've had to unfollow like a person that I actually know and like, but I'll go as far as like unfollowing an influencer or another, like a stranger on social media. If I've just become, if I've compared myself so much to this person or I've gotten jealous or something, I mean, It's a hard thing to do. It's an annoying thing to admit, but it really impacts us more than we think. We're not intentionally doing this. It's not like we're going 
and comparing ourselves to another person because we want to. No, of course not. Um, but taking steps to prevent this behavior is fantastic. Um, if I find that I'm doing this in person to like a stranger or like a friend or something, I notice that I'm like, oh, they're better than me because X, Y, Z. Well, no, you know, again, you're comparing your flaws. You're comparing your lowest lows to someone's highest highs because we truly don't know what's going on on with another person. We truly do not. Um, we're, you know, take a deep breath, take a back, take a step back, take a back step, what? Take a step back and remind yourself of all the great things and what you bring to the table. And instead of being self-sabotaging, say, oh, they look great in that outfit. I might too. I should find that outfit. I will probably look really good in that outfit. Oh, they're doing great with their job and life. Well, what steps, what goals am I excited about to get myself, you know, working towards a lifestyle that's similar to theirs? Look at people that you may compare yourself to as not a comparison, but an inspiration. So that is that. Just really try your best to avoid comparing yourself to another person because it's just, it's not good. We know that. Um, gee, guys, the coffee is kicking in. I can feel it myself become like jittery. I feel like my voice is becoming a little bit like all over the place. So, Ooh, okay. Number two, keep an open mind. So very simple, something that I've really had to remind myself because I don't know, I'm just like, okay, I have a job, gonna settle in kind of, but with this new lifestyle change, the opportunities are truly endless. And don't try your best not to be closed-minded because even if you're set on a job that you um, applied for, that you know you're going to get, or you know a city that you're going to move to, keep an open mind. Let yourself network. Let yourself explore other opportunities because oh, like if you keep yourself open to new experiences, it might lead to a possibility that you never even knew existed, which is one of the most exciting things that I have to remind myself. Um, I have this job right now. I'm really excited about it. And who knows? You know, right now I'm thinking, okay, I'll be here for five years, three to five years. If I'm not growing in the way that I want to, maybe I'll go to a different company. But that's just what I know for now. Maybe I'll run into someone, network, and grow in the company or who knows what? Literally, the opportunities are endless. Just do not allow yourself to lessen your opportunities by keeping a closed mind. That's really, it's just crazy. I um, actually got an internship a couple of years ago because I was just like, okay, I need an internship. I'm just going to talk about it. So I was at my little customer service job talking to customers. How are you doing? Oh, I'm a Clemson student just trying to get some experience. How's your day going? What do you do for work? And they're like, oh, I'm actually a marketing manager at this local business in Clemson. We, I was like, OMG, like, that's great. Would you like some help? They were like, actually, we'd love to incorporate you into an internship position. And that was that simple. I didn't even know this existed. But the fact that I had a simple conversation about just like what I was up to led to a, an opportunity that wasn't there before I spoke about it. So hopefully that made sense. It's that was kind of drawn out, but truly just like keep an open mind and know that the opportunities are endless and 
it's sometimes very difficult to, if you find yourself post-grad and like things aren't really coming to you or you might find yourself kind of stuck, it's really, it's not permanent and new things are coming. I promise. I promise. It's amazing. Okay. Moving on to number three, practice self-care. This one's very basic. We know the girlies love self-care. I just told you guys about my self-care that I'm going to be practicing, but truly, truly remind yourself to be prioritizing that self-care. And these practices of self-care, very important. They can be almost anything and they're truly vital for building resilience towards different stressors in your life that might be impacting you at this very moment. Um, Everyone takes post-grad life differently and everyone will have a different experience. And so understanding the self-care that works for you, whether it's going on a walk, listening to a podcast, like self-care is more than just mental health stuff. That's something that I've slowly learned the last couple of years of my life. Self-care does not have to be mental or physical health related. It can just be something that makes you happy. So prioritize this in this time of your life or in general, because being there for yourself is something that you can do when you can't control anything else. Um, So a couple of self-care practices that I mentioned, like going on a walk, listening to podcasts, eating a delicious meal, um, prioritizing your, yeah, eating and sleeping habits are key. Um, Catching up with a friend, like touching base with your family or friends, grabbing a coffee from a local business. It's just the simplest of things can be self-care practices. You don't even know. A lot of these things truly are very, not necessarily unintentional, but like background things. Like you just wouldn't consider getting a coffee to be self-care. But if you didn't get a coffee that day and instead stayed inside all day, that's kind of sad. But if you did allow yourself or, you know, remind yourself to go out and get a coffee and, you know, I don't know, interact with the world, it's kind of refreshing. That's just a silly example. But yeah, prioritize that self-care. Simple, but important. Alrighty, number four, have a strong support system. So when I was doing this article, I actually found a survey from 2015 that uncovered that the average stress for people with an emotional support system, emotional support in place, I'm reading off of this document, was 5 out of 10 compared to 6 out of 3 for people without emotional support. Okay, so that's kind of confusing because the way this is written makes sense when you're reading it and I'm reading it out loud to you, so I'm going to kind of explain it. So this survey was done and they, tra- uh, they tested the stress level of people who had emotional support and who did not have emotional support. And when they surveyed the people, those with emotional support had lower stress compared to those without emotional support. Of course, it makes sense. And then they also were asked a the following question. On a scale of 1 to 10, where 10 was a great deal of stress and 10 was, oh, excuse me, I'm totally messing this up. So, yeah. That was the same question. I'm see the caffeine is killing me right now. I had too much coffee. That grand lingo is just not doing it for me. Um, I sabotage myself. This is awful. The point is, as I just summarized, those with an emotional support system obviously had less stress than those without an emotional support system. And so these support systems can be a many different a variety of relationships. It could be a friend, a family member, a coworker a therapist, 
someone that, a neighbor, you know, it doesn't have to be your bestie that of years and years and years. It can truly be just someone that you trust, that you can confide in. Um, And so remembering to rely on these relationships during bad times and good times will impact you more than you'll know. Because sometimes when we get into something, we think we're alone, right? This transitional period, this post-grad life, as I said, very unique to everyone. And it's going to be different for you versus for your friend or their friend or your mom or your sister or whatever. And so remembering that you can go to someone and express to them whatever you need or just go to someone knowing that they're there for you is fantastic. Because I, I truly do this. I think I kind of push my emotions away and forget that I have someone here for me who I can like explain what's going on and they'll usually simplify my issues for me. And at the end of the day, my stress levels greatly decrease because I know that I'm not in this alone and you know, it's not, whatever I'm going through is not um, as bad as I think it is. So yeah, just having that strong support system. Um, something that I'm actually going through right now is with moving to a new city, I don't have my friends near me. I mentioned that I'm using a couple of apps to like keep up with them in like a fun way. And that's fun, you know, texting, calling when I can, FaceTiming, whatever, using Be Real and Cappuccino just like a fun way to connect. But, you know, having that in-person friendship connection, uh, definitely going to be lacking the next couple of weeks at least. And making new friends is kind of scary. It's kind of um, a big deal. And so I'm going to be searching for that new support system. But until then, of course, I still have and still will have my long distance friends and other family who I love that'll be there for me. But I'm really excited to find some people that I can consider a support system in the next couple of weeks or months. Alrighty. Okay, so moving on to number five, the last piece of advice that I would like to share with y'all. This was a big one that I think is just hits home for postgrads especially, Um, remembering all that you've accomplished. So it's easy when you get out of college to do things like we just talked about, to compare yourself, to think that you're alone in this, to think that, you know, you won't be able to succeed the goals that you have in mind. It's just a very, very overwhelming thing, especially maybe if you're not where you wanna be once you graduate, or if your friend over here has gotten a job and you haven't, whatever the case be, you might not feel accomplished, but you literally are so accomplished. You just graduated college. You just got an associate's or a bachelor's degree, master's, PhD, whatever, whatever you just graduated with, you just did the damn thing. That is so cool. Like graduating college, you just put in four, however many years, but usually four, four years of hard work. Think about how many nights you stayed up studying or working hard for a project, how many times that you worked your butt off to like achieve what you just have done. It's easy. It's easy to think once you graduate, well, what do I do now? I'm a failure. I've not been able to accomplish anything. I don't have a job. I don't have a brand new car or a great living situation. You literally just 
accomplished so much. Graduating, crossing the stage, having a diploma, that's fantastic. Don't worry about your five-year goals. Don't worry about you where, where you are right now. Don't be too hard on yourself. Just remember what you just accomplished. I don't know. I'm like harping. It's just crazy to me. Once I really take a step back and like think about what I just did, it really did go by so fast, but I just spent four years of my life working towards an educational degree that shows that I'm qualified in this many ways. And that is just so cool to me. So please remember what you've just done because it is a really big deal. Don't worry about the things that you're not doing. Remember what you have done. Um, But yeah, that is the gist of my little article that I wrote. I thought it was just a fun little thing to share because whether you are a postgrad or not, they're just key things to remind you, remember, um, kind of going through life, especially at, again, the transitional period. I said that word so many times. Um, but I hope you enjoyed this episode. This has kind of been fun to reflect on for me. So yeah, I guess I'll talk to you guys in my next episode. I'm going to go like run or something. I'm like jumpy now. This coffee has got me going. I'm going to go run, maybe go on a hawker walk, listen to Harry Styles. Um, but until then, stay tuned for next next week, next year, next month. I don't know. The next couple weeks, I'll have an episode out, of course. So until then, stay tuned. Love you guys. Bye-bye.